You're listening to the Standard Procedure Podcast. If you haven't already heard, we are now on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and yes, we are still on iTunes. And by the way, if you haven't already done so, please head over there to our iTunes page, search us, leave us a quick rating, one out of five stars. And if you're generous enough, leave us a review. It's all very, very much appreciated. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Keeping girls interested in you, and maybe you're only focusing on one, but for a lot of the guys who listen to this podcast, you're single, you're mingling, and you know, you're keeping your options open. So we'll keep it plural and we'll keep it as girls. What are you doing to keep them interested in you? And I think the biggest thing, and it's been the theme of this podcast, all of the episodes that we've done so far, differentiation. If you're not being different than the 15 to 20 other guys in her DMs, you're just going to be another guy who, you know, took up some of her time and really she got bored with. And to be honest, I don't blame her if you're not differentiating yourself. And I know I've been hammering that home in every episode of the podcast, but I do, and I really do truly believe that's one of the most important things as a guy you can do with a girl. And that's, you know, it can stem out to being creative and then they're mysterious about you in a way. So all of it has good benefits. And I wanted to pose the question to all of you and well, you're not gonna be able to respond to me, but maybe, hey, by the way, you can check out our show, email standardprocedurepodcast at gmail.com or DM me and let me know what are some of the things that you guys have been doing to keep your girls interested in you throughout this quarantine. Because again, I get it, it's really hard. There's only so much texting you can do, so much Snapchatting, really so many FaceTime calls you can do before you get in person and, and hopefully make some things work out. But I wanna run through some things that you as guys can do, and I broke it into three tiers, because again, I understand that we're continuing to gain listeners, and I appreciate that, I, I really do. And I welcome all of you new listeners to the podcast as we continue to grow week after week. And that's thanks to all of you. But I broke it up into three tiers where you have tier one, and this is where most of the in-depth you know, advice is going to come from here today, is tier one being you as a guy talking to the girls on Instagram or you're texting them or you're Snapchatting them, really a combination of all of them, or hey, even maybe a FaceTime them a time or two, or maybe even more than that. So that's tier one. Tier two is for these same guys who have, you know, taken another step and now you're after the first date or couple of dates. So that's tier two of, you know, the guys. And tier three is guys in relationships. And there's not really much here, but I will try and offer some sort of advice and help. And, you know, a lot of you might just tell me to, to go fly a kite, to be honest, because well, I'm not in a relationship, so why would somebody not in a relationship want to tell somebody in a relationship what to or how to do it, but just tell you from experience and from what I've heard so many other people go through as time has gone on. But I broke that up into three tiers because within those three tiers, there are things that you can do to keep your girls or girl interested in you. And getting right into it in tier one with all of you guys talking to these girls on Instagram, really that's the big thing. Snapchat's huge too. FaceTime, text messaging, whatever it is. 
don't blow the girls up 24 seven. And a lot of you guys out there are like, duh, no shit. Like we don't do this, but maybe you do. And it's one of the biggest turnoffs that girls can have to a guy because if you're blowing her up 24 seven, her mindset is going to be, well, am I the only guy or am I the only guy? Am I the only girl that he's talking to? And why is he blowing me up 24 seven? So that will get noticed right away. And hey, by the way, if you even are only talking to a few girls, which I don't recommend for guys in this tier, don't make it seem like you're on her 24-7. So that's a huge turnoff. Be mindful of that and don't, again, blow her up 24-7. And here's another thing to keep in mind and in the back of your mind. She's really going to start to wonder, especially if you guys, you know, have talked a little bit here and there, like, who is this guy and why really isn't he hitting me up 24-7 like maybe the 15 other dudes in her DMs that are really messing up? And she's really going to wonder about that. And, and almost it's kind of one of those things. And, and it's a famous quote. It's people tend to want what they can't have. And sure, she can maybe have you at some point, but you're not really giving her that time of day. So guys, don't think that if you're not on her 24-7, She's not going to be into you because it's kind of a reverse psychology in a sense where she is like, this guy is not really into me and he's not hitting me up that much. I mean, we talk here and there, but I want to see what he's about. So maybe she'll start to hit you up more. Happens sometimes. I wouldn't bet on it happening all of the time, but it definitely happens. And another thing for guys who are just talking to girls and, and continuing the conversation and keeping your options open as I recommend to all of you sending her things that you know every other guy is not sending her. And that gets back to the point of differentiation, which is the biggest theme and in, in the theme of this podcast. So, for example, this is something you can do. Well, now I'm telling you, so every guy's probably going to do this. They listen, so I'm going to have to change you know, the game and maybe change what you do here. But for example, with a girl try word association type banter conversations. What does that mean? So a big one right now, and it's going to get old. It probably has already gotten old as I'm talking about it is give the girl after, you know, you talk and you, you know, have a few exchanges back and forth, give her the, you know, two truths, one lie line where she has to, you know, write three things. You pick out the lie and right there you have three bullet points or numbers of things you can talk about because, by the way, there's so many benefits to this. She's going to tell you something that you might not know about her, and that continues to spike the conversation. Also, it forces her to actually give a shit about your conversation and put effort in. And sometimes, if it gets put on red, which it has in the past, then you know she really already wasn't into you besides... You know, the hi, how are you? Thanks for the follow whatever you're sending. By the way, don't do that. I had a rant on that at the end of the last episode of this podcast. Check it out if you haven't already done so. People actually tended to like that, but it was really true. But even when you're doing things like that with the word association games, this will, you know, gauge if she's really intrigued in you or not. Because if she answers that, that still doesn't even mean anything at all. And she really doesn't owe you anything. But it continues the conversations and I can promise you, I mean, now that I'm talking about it, some guys are probably doing it, but it 
forces them to give a shit about your DM. So that's huge. Just keep that in, in mind. If you don't want to use it, don't use it. I'm telling you from experience that this works and has worked. And if it gets put on red, which again it has, don't just don't like don't care about it because you know it really wasn't going anywhere to begin with. Also, a huge thing and and really also one of the biggest turnoffs for you know women who are dealing with guys like you who in this tier are just talking to girls and just keeping it open and whatever the case is, being needy. And I, I that kind of gets back to the first point I talked about with, you know, blowing them up 24-7. But any sign of you being needy will cause her to put you on read. And honestly, rightfully so. I mean, it's the worst thing you can do. I have a few friends that I know are extremely needy with girls and it hasn't worked out for them. And it sucks because you really want to see, you know, things go well for them. But when you're needy, it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to just get put to the side because nobody wants to deal with that. And this is also what I caution you guys of getting involved into. And I'll talk about that if I remember in the next couple of tiers of, you know, tier two, I mentioned already of after the first couple of dates, like that's a situation you're in, even tier three of guys in relationships of like finding the girl who is not needy. Because if you get into something with a girl who is super needy and you'll see this right away, even if she's into you, if she is like not letting you lift your head off from your phone because she's just blowing you up the whole damn day, you know, you got to walk and you got to run. Actually, not walk. You got to run as fast as you can in the opposite direction because I can promise you that's not something you want to involve yourself in. So just be mindful of that. Don't be needy, guys. And just some other quick tips, and I think these really go a long way. And this this goes for every guy in every tier. Great conversations are immensely, immensely important because if she, after your conversation, is still thinking about it, it's very, very likely that she's kind of interested in you and intrigued about you, and that's a good thing because a lot of the conversations that she might have she doesn't remember, nor does she remember the guy because the 20 or however many other guys are hitting her up are saying the same shit. So if you're being different, and I already mentioned this, and you're having a great conversation with her, that is super, super vital to the success of what you're trying to get her into, potentially, whatever your goal is in mind. Also, and I think this is, if I could asterisk this, I would, text length. When you're texting a girl or you're DMing her, even snapping her, my mindset and mantra is less is more. Any time that you're texting her and going back and forth, if you're sending more than two to three sentences at a time, and by the way, I think that's super over the top. If you're sending more than two to three sentences at a time, and by the way, these are not even run-on sentences. So I know you guys love to get away with the run-on sentences and then put a period at the end. And by the way, after you look at it, it looks like a damn paragraph. But anyway, keeping it at two to three sentences per exchange of going back and forth is going to keep it super, super playful and banterful. Is that a word? Yeah, we'll use that. Of keeping her interested. Because when you start sending her paragraphs, 
And if she can ask you an extremely open-ended question, if she does, that's great. But don't carry away with yourself because that's one of the biggest turnoffs as well. So just be mindful of text length. That's super, super important, especially in the early stages. Also, very important with text length, guys, one topic at a time. So for example, you can ask her about this thing and then you might have another conversation about this thing all in like a similar text exchange. So she's like reading the first text, but it has a different meaning to the first sentence. Then she's reading another text, which is in the same exchange because it has a different meaning from another sentence that you guys already talked about. So it gets super confusing. Even hearing me talk about that, you guys are, your minds are just spinning like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But anyway, that's super, super important. Keep it guys at one topic at a time, two to three sentences max. You're going to be super, super fine there. And also very, very important is positivity. If you're negative, you're going to get put on red read. I've been having trouble going back and forth, whatever. Anyway, if you're not positive and you're negative, you're going to get put on read. That's just what's what's going to happen. So be positive. And again, I'm not telling you to not be yourself because again, be authentic, be who you are, but you got to be mindful that like, if you're negative, she's not going to want anything to do with you. It's common sense. It's just the way it's been for a while and it will always continue to be that way and, and rightfully so. And the biggest thing, and I keep saying the biggest thing, but I feel like all of these are really, really important for all of you guys who are just talking to these girls on Instagram or Snapchatting or, or texting, FaceTime, whatever. Leaving her with a smile. And that goes back to what I mentioned earlier about great conversations uh, of her being able to remember like what you said and, and really after you're she has her phone off and she's just sitting there. And she's like, wow, that was really interesting. And, and what he said was, you know, super cool. So leaving her with a smile, and that should be your objective after almost every single text or message or Snapchat that you send to her should be with smile. Like she should literally have a smile on her face after she reads all of them. And you'll know that because sometimes they'll straight up tell you like, I'm like smiling right now or like she'll she'll say it better than that, guys. But leaving her with a smile should be your goal after sending all of these texts and messages, whatever it is. And the thing is now with everything opening back up a little bit now, I know, for example, California people, they're like shutting you guys down again. So I don't know where the hell you guys are. Um, but, you know, be safe about all of this, obviously. But depending on your situation and where you are, you know, now you guys, and this is still tier one, getting into tier two in a second, you are and have been talking to these girls. So now you got to make a move and, and try and get them out somewhere. But I know these are weird times, super strange. You don't know what the hell's going to happen and, and continuously go on. So you don't know, but at least just getting them outside and hanging out with them in person, if you feel comfortable doing so, is, is key now and this kind of leads me into tier two and I'll leave you on tier one with guys you can only do so many FaceTimes to be honest because FaceTime really is the end of like that initial exchange between you guys back and forth because usually you know it starts on Instagram and you you know DM and then you get her Snapchat and then from Snapchat maybe you know you send her a snap and you ask her to FaceTime or you know, you get her number and you tech, like whatever. And by the way, I want to address something real quick. 
I know recently there's been a lot and a lot of hate on guys who love using Snapchat as a method of communication. I know girls like are starting to not love that and I've seen that a little bit. And I just want to caution all of you guys too that don't always keep your exchanges with them on Snapchat because these girls are going to start wondering a little bit like who are you and you're kind of being weird a little bit. So try and get off of Snapchat and get her on the phone and actually see her face to face if you can. So now getting into tier two. Tier two is for all of you who, you know, got the girls out, you know, maybe already, maybe once, maybe a few times, whatever, maybe things are going well. So these are for, you know, guys after the first date or couple dates. And, you know, maybe you've been seeing each other during quarantine. But again, the main question, and it comes back to, is what have you been doing to keep her interested and intrigued and and mysterious about you? And, you know, after the first date maybe, and now you got on a couple dates, there's a reason why she's continuing to go. And hopefully it's because you've been differentiating yourself and she's kind of into you. So that's obviously a good thing. And just a few, you know, tips and advice here for all of you guys in, in these situations. Getting into a routine, and, and this will happen, where you guys do similar things can seem great at first, but over time she will become very, very bored. So for example, right now, if you guys are just hanging out, you're kind of doing similar things, she's going to become very, very bored. And I know a lot, a lot of people who are in situations where they're always trying to spice things up. They're always trying to do different things because their significant other is like loving that because this person's always creative. And by the way, that's a huge, huge thing, guys. Being creative is one of the biggest attributes a guy can have and really, you know, figure out over time. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but over time it will happen and, and you will become creative. And that's a thing where if you start that off early, you know, that flare is going to, you know, burn out over time, but it doesn't have to burn out right away. So I just caution all of you getting into a routine very early is not the best idea. Now, your counter to that could be, well, what if she likes routine? Well, you know what? If she likes routine, then do routine. But I'm just saying in general, in most cases, especially now, and all depending on the type of girls you're going after too, I don't know that, but just for the average guy out there, getting into a routine is kind of risky at first, but I think, you know, there's positives to it of like, okay, well, she's going to establish trust and all that too, but I just think continuing to switch it up at first. Now, maybe being in a little bit of a routine too, you know, mixing it a little bit, is very good too, but don't just stick to the same thing all the time because she's going to get super, super bored, super quick. So just be mindful of that. Also guys that are, you know, after these first couple of dates, continue to take control of your situation. I'm assuming most of you have and girls love that, but this is also something too that I recommend to all of you guys out there. When you're asking girls like, Hey, what do you want to do? What do you want? Like all of this stuff. Don't ask her, for example, what do you want to do? Because the answer she's going to get back is, oh, I don't care or I don't know. Don't do that. What you can do and a way you can phrase it is, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Do you have a preference? And that's great because you're giving her an option. You're making her feel like she's very, very 
intuitive, that's not the right word, but she's kind of into it in a sense of like what your plans are and she's a part of your plans. I mean, obviously you're asking her, but giving her a preference is great and ending that sentence with, if no preference I can choose is like one of the, I'm going to quit saying the word biggest. I have to find a better, better synonym for that. But it's one of the greater things that you can do because again, it allows her to have choice, even though she might not even tell you, but just putting it out there, just some word, word of advice there, do that. It will help you very, very much, but do not. And I, by means like all caps, do not just ask her, well, what do you want to do tonight? Or, you know, what, what are your plans? Like, don't, don't do that. You're going to have to be able to make a plan and figure out what the hell you guys are doing. Also, and this is, I shouldn't even have to say this, guys. I mean, a lot of the shit that I've said is common sense. And for a lot of you now, we're 21 minutes in, who are like, dude, we get all of it. Like, you're not saying anything that's super crazy. Which, by the way, if that's the way you feel, then good. Because you're ahead of the game. Because a lot of guys, I can promise you, have no damn clue what they're doing. And this gets into those same guys. And, and these guys that have no damn clue what they're doing are the assholes, okay? And there's always that saying of like, oh, women love the assholes, whatever the case is. They don't love the assholes to them. And what I mean by that is just be a good guy, guys. Don't sit there. And this gets into my next point of just talking about yourself 24-7. Because if you're a guy, you know, with a girl, if she's talking about herself 24-7, I know, for example, for me, if I'm with somebody and they're talking about themselves 24-7, I cannot wait to run as fast as I can in the other direction. Now, how fast? I don't know. But I will say you have to stay away from that mindset of, I'm going to tell her everything about my entire life. Like she really gives a shit even. And again, these are guys at this point, you're not even in a relationship yet. I mean, this is tier two guys. I mean, you're literally on the first couple of dates and the mindset that you need to have is you're more interested in her than she is you. Now you don't actually want to feel that way because I just mentioned if she's not giving you anything back, then you kind of know what to do and Hey, you're not in a relationship. So no love lost. And you know, you can continue to go in different directions and figure it out from there. But again, just don't, don't talk about yourself 24-7 because that's the worst thing that can happen. And I know, by the way, it sounds super, super, super common sense, sensical. I was going to add another phrase to that, but we'll just keep it. It's very, very, very much common sense. So just stay away from that. And even if she asks you about what you do, and this is what I just talked about with even texting, think about that in person. Keep it to two to three sentences max. Be short, to the point, concise, but also give her a little bit of something too. And also make her feel like you're really, really interested in her. And by the way, guys, you probably should be. And also, and I, I think now, you you know, you guys, I keep mentioning this, but I don't know where people are tuning in at on this episode of the podcast. We like to keep under 30 minutes. I think that's where we're going to be. We're 23 minutes now. But keeping a similar texting structure, especially at this point, is super, super important because it's when you start to, you know, stray away 
and you know become a little bit different texting wise is she's going to become concerned a little bit and not really know kind of where your head is so just keep the similar texting structure and really what she has liked about you at this point continue to do and really if she has any problems with you at this point they're probably minor because she's been continuously going out with you so that's a good thing and I'll just keep it there and now I want to go into this third tier and if I keep pausing guys I apologize I'm just trying to make sure I get everything I kind of wrote these down bullet points wise but I'm just trying to make sure I get everything for you um and, and by the way we'll go back real quick at the end of that second tier and I think this is huge I wrote this down make her want what she can't have I already said that okay okay so yeah we we already said that um but again, it's all mind games, and we'll get into number three here as we hit 25 minutes. Tier three, guys, is, I'll keep it short and to the point, and a little hypocritical of me to say because it's tier three is guys in relationships, you guys in relationships. And for someone who's not in relationships and, and really runs from them, especially at this point because of, of the vision that I have and really what's important to me right now, is guys in relationships. And it's like, well, why would somebody not in a relationship want to tell somebody in a relationship because again you've got to this point what to do but I keep it to you know have it at three bullet points but I keep it very very short differentiation I've already talked about this but you know being different and and being the person that she's like because you know we've gone from the tier one guy that you were where you were texting her DMing her snapchatting her facetiming her whatever to tier two we just talked about after going on the first couple of dates you'd be continuously hanging out things have been great And now you guys are kind of official. So differentiation is huge. And I already mentioned this too. Routine can be good in some regard and really can be fine. I mean, it's it's not terrible. But any notion of her getting bored is when you're going to become in trouble. So, you know, mix in some new things every once in a while. It's not going to hurt. And I think you guys will find a lot of lot of success there. And now, and you're in the relationship, you're closing the deal. And making her feel like the only person in the world, which, by the way, is kind of the goal and objective of all of this. But, by the way, guys, you don't have to follow, like, for example, I already talked about the three tiers of guys. You know, if you're a tier one guy where you're just talking, maybe you never really want to even get into tier two ever. And to be honest, I'm not really that big into getting into tier two. I mean, maybe getting into it a little bit. I should, you know, backtrack. Get into tier two a little bit. But I really don't even get that far into tier two where tier three even becomes an option. I know for some guys, that's kind of where you are too. And for some people who are listening and even girls who are listening and the smart ones do listen because they're doing the Rapo research. But it's like some guys get that, I don't know. I don't even know what the word is here. Girls start to think of guys in a way where they are trashy if they never really want anything out of a situation with a girl. But you know what? Hey, maybe you just want to, you know, have a group, a collection. That kind of sounds weird. But you want to have, you know, the group of girls you can hit up and do stuff with, and that's fine. But I wanted to break that up into three tiers for all of you guys out there because I know all of you are in different situations. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have. But I want to end on this, and I think it's, it's super, super important is the be-all, end-all. And I've I've said that a little bit too much on this podcast because there's really never much of a be-all, end-all in all of this. 
and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. But no matter how good and how much effort you've put in, and, and this is usually probably just tier one guys who are just talking and maybe not even getting to the talking point, but I wanted to bring this up. No matter how good your Instagram profile is, how good you are texting, how good your content is, how good you are, how good of a person you are, if she's not into you right away, she's just not. You cannot control it. And someone once told me, control the controllables. And to be honest, it's not the worst thing in the world because you're not wasting your time and you're not wasting her time and she's not wasting her time and vice versa. So that's one thing I want to leave you with. There's not much that you can do, but again, it's kind of hypocritical to what I've just been telling you the last 29 minutes of this episode where there are things that you can do to position yourself to be immensely successful and have you know, a lot and a lot of success down the road with all of it. But that's the podcast, guys. Appreciate all of you. Love, love hearing your feedback. Standard Procedure Podcast at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram. And again, I welcome all of you new listeners. There won't be as many pauses, hopefully, on the next podcast. I don't think there was many here, but it felt like some of the, you know, senses were a little bit long-winded. But I wanted to make sure I had all this for you because, to be honest, I don't, like, write out the shows um, because, you know, a lot of people who know me from my previous TV, radio, and podcasting experience, everything was kind of scripted and outlined, but for this and, you know, starting to get used to it, what, 10, 11 episodes in now, just have a few bullet points down of some things I want to cover and then just kind of expand on them throughout the podcast. So I appreciate all you and all you new listeners, and I hope you come back for the next episode. It's to be determined, but uh, when it releases, it does. I'm going to try and stick to this you know, week by week, uh, you know, episode format as we had prior to the whole, you know, Major League Baseball situation. But again, that's this week's episode of the podcast. Guys, continue to stay safe. Stay the fuck away from people, man. You don't know who has what right now. Just be mindful. But also, don't throw away 2020. That's like the biggest thing that I'm hearing people right now. By the way, we got to cut that word out biggest. I've overused that word on this episode. But I've heard you overhearing so many people talking about like, oh, 2020 is a wash. Like, no, it's not, guys. It's July. Like, who cares? Like, if you want to travel, travel, do it safely. Don't go on a plane. Travel somewhere where you can get in a car and go and be safe about it. But again, I don't know where you guys are, what your situation is. I know for a lot of my friends, and I actually have a lot of friends who live in California, they're like on lockdown again. So I don't know what the hell's going on, where the hell you guys are. But again, I always appreciate you guys coming and listening to the podcast and that is the episode that's the end of the podcast i'll end it and enjoy the rest of your week